Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza is back with us, also City Council President Johnny Igliosi. They're together to push the case for pension borrowing. Well, good morning. Nice to have both of you back. It's great to it's be on here. It's an unusual sight. Sometimes you go at it with each other. Now today you're sitting, sitting next to each other with the same tie on. Now look at that, Mayor. If we're on the same side of an yeah. issue, it means something's going to be wrong. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to check the ice count in Providence today. Maybe something froze over. All right, let's begin. Uh, the both of you agree that Providence ought to be able to borrow uh, really hundreds of millions of dollars to once and for all bail out your underfunded pension system. It's a two-pronged uh, system. You have to get the voters' approval, which may come first in a, an election coming up in early June. June and 7th. Then, and then the legislature has to say, okay, right? Mm -hmm. So let's begin. Because some people think it's the wrong thing to do, but Mayor, you say it's the right thing to do now. Why? Yeah, well, you know, we've had these pension issues going back a long time, and the Supreme Court has told us that we have to pay it. There's no way out of it. It's a $1.2 billion liability. The scale of it is so massive that unless we do something right now, every year we're going to inch closer and closer to that next fiscal cliff. It's going to squeeze everything else out of the budget, and we can't allow that to happen. So the basic problem we have is that our pension expenses grow at 5%. Our revenue only grows at 2%. Mm -hmm. So we formed a committee. They worked for seven months, and we've come up with this plan that, frankly, is an improvement from the plan we put put forward last year. Mm -hmm. But this is going to reduce our pension expenses and to increase only by 2% a year to keep pace with revenue so it'll be sustainable over the long term and the city won't get closer to the next fiscal cliff. Uh, we have to do something. And uh, you know, I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Um, so it's not a risk that the city is going to go under if we do nothing. It's a certainty. <clears throat> okay. So we know that's out there and we need to do something. We have a plan that's been reviewed by all the experts. It's a conservative plan. It's a good plan. And so long as interest rates remain low, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's something that will set the city on a sustainable path. It's a complicated issue, but we can make it as simple as we can today. Essentially, you're asking permission to borrow. Give me a credit card with a big limit and I'm going to bundle up all my debts and then we'll pay it out over time. And it'll take some time to pay that. Is, it, is that it? And by the way, the interest rates are low on the credit card right now, well, or at least the one you want. Well, in general, but don't forget, there's a lot of financial conditions we're putting in this legislation, okay? First of all, we will not borrow the money more than $500 million. Number two, we will not uh, borrow if the interest rates are above 5%. Mm -hmm. So we understand there's financial restrictions on it because it doesn't work if we don't follow that. So we're putting additional financial handcuffs on us intentionally so this way today and tomorrow future mayors and council members can't have it spiral out of control the, you have to make your, you have to make the pension uh, payment 100 percent every year yeah. you, it, you we won't be able to borrow the money if it's more than five percent so it, it is a timing issue because if the financial market isn't there by the way and those if it goes be, if yeah. we won't issue those bonds no we will do it but there is a caveat in the legislation which allows that if this does get if we do get permission from the state house that we will have five years to act upon it so for example let's say let's say this gets passed by this uh, people of providence gets passed by the state House, right. and the interest rate isn't there the next six months to a year. All right, but then let's say the market changes. So we won't issue that bond money, mm -hmm. but then the market goes down to, let's say, 3%. Now the future mayor, future city, future council will have the opportunity to utilize this financial tool to address this issue. All right, so you're both saying it's a good deal, it's a safe deal, you've done your homework. Now, Bob Flanders, <coughs> the former Rhode Island Supreme mm -hmm. Court Justice, who was the receiver for Central Falls, he gave Central Falls pension uh, uh, customers a haircut. And he said a haircut is better than a beheading. And he told me on the radio the other day that this is not a good plan because you're not addressing the structural deficiencies and the bad deals that other mayors made to get you here. Let's listen to Justice Flanders, then you can comment. Okay. 
think they need to consider a restructuring that's available under the state fiscal stability act which would allow a fiscal oversight or a fiscal commission oversight commission or ultimately a receiver to go in and look at the situation to see what the city can afford what i think is not correct is uh, ignoring this option that exists under state law under the fiscal stability act to um, uh, restructure debts that the city can't can't afford. Mayor, he says you could do this another way. Now, I don't know if there's the political will to go in there and do this another way, but that's his area. Yeah, no, with all due respect to Bob, um, he's misinformed on that. You know, we formed this committee. And by the way, the folks who were part of the committee, we didn't just stack it with people who were already for it. We stacked it with people who were on record against it in the past. And uh, we looked at that. We looked at all of these different options. And it's not so much a financial issue, it's a legal issue. The city is really, really handcuffed here. We're very limited in what we can do. The Supreme Court has said that you, can, you only get one shot at pension reform. That was done back in 2012. Mm-hmm. What he's suggesting is something that is just not available to us. So we, we hear that a lot. Why don't you just you know, give them a haircut? Or why don't you just cut here? Uh, we've looked at that and it's not possible. The last piece of this, too, is um, so many people ask, can you afford $500 million of debt? And this is an important point, too. You know, it's not $500 million of new debt. The Supreme Court has already said that we have a hard debt that we have to pay. Mm -hmm. So really, it's much more like a refinancing and taking advantage of these low interest rates while they're here uh, to uh, replace debt that is on unfavorable terms. I've done that with my home a couple of times. We all do. All right. But is Justice Flanders wrong when he says you're not addressing the the, the mistakes that got you here? Under the Cianci administration was sweet. They're up. Come on. We know the firefighters living in Florida, they're collecting more than they ever made. There's no political uh, appetite to do that, is there, Council President? Let's talk about it. First of all, all due respect to uh, former Supreme Court Justice, he also had a luxury at the time. He had the ability of the state statute to unilaterally go in and just give people haircuts without any question, but no one could even object. The problem is that we're not at that stage, nor do we have that unilateral authority. In fact, when, they ha- when the city has tried to do that, we've lost in court, and it's cost us dearly. Now, let's talk about what happened 20, 30 years ago. There are so many different missteps that occurred okay. by uh, so uh, many different... Hold on. Different... So okay. that, well, let's have a little fact okay. check. Sure. There were mistakes made 20, 30 years ago. Of course they were. Okay, go ahead. And so with that said, how, how do you unring something that now they have a legal right to? We've gone to court numerous times. The court has said no to us numerous times, and we've failed. So with that said, we don't... We acknowledge those mistakes. We don't make them again, but now we have to address it. We can't keep on saying, oh, we're going to go down to Florida and take someone's pension away because the court says you can't. We have to say, what's the situation today? How do we deal with it today? And this proposal, let me just say, is not the civil bill. It doesn't solve it. What it does is makes this issue, this pension obligation more financially manageable for the city. Makes the rates go, makes our, I call it a bad mortgage, a bad mortgage payment go from this to something that's financially manageable in the future. I've got it. Mayor Alorza, you're telling the people vote yes in early June, and you're asking the legislature to support it, vote yes. Same thing for Councilman Igliosi. Yes. Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza is with us, along with Council President Igliosi. Uh, let's do a quick laundry list over here. Just as we're talking today, news is coming out that the census, 
that we took a little while ago in Rhode Island, we overcounted by 55,000 people. The third highest overcount. Mayor, a lot of people say, wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs> we can't count. Well, maybe we're pretty good at counting. Tell us your reaction. I, I really don't know, <laughs> uh, but it sounds like the state really got over on that one. Yeah, you needed 19,000 to keep the second congressional district. We got 55,000. But, yeah. Mayor, does this put uh, our faith in government? Uh, at risk. Wendy Schiller uh, made a comment on this. She's the political science professor. Let's listen to Wendy, then I'll let you react. When you make a mistake like this, which is, you know, not a small mistake in terms of thousands of people, uh, you, you know, you reduce confidence in government agencies. Mayor, it's my understanding that uh, a committee was formed and they were actually paying people 20 bucks each to fill out the census. Okay. And uh, some people that you know are on this committee. Now, we're not alleging wrongdoing. But we're questioning whether that was the right thing to do. What do you? What do you? What's your take on this? You're a you're an attorney, a sworn officer of the court, as well as the mayor. Yeah. Well, this is what I understand of the situation. The um, the the mistake, sort of the 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 um, the adding mistake, was on the was on the part of the census folks. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it it was our job, and it continues to be our job to make sure everyone got counted. Right. Um, so the problem the problem was over there. On the question of does it. Um, does it, you know, hurt the trust of um, and rely, the trust that we have in government? Absolutely, and that's a much bigger question here. You know, we've seen, um, you know, the former president really take on established institutions, the politicization of the Supreme Court, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, the sense that you know government isn't on the level. That's a major, big, big challenge that we have to, you know, continue right. to take on. You know, you know, more than anything else, uh, you know, uh, folks of. Folks have declared themselves institutionalists, and um, and I think there's there's the, there's a lot of wisdom in that. We got to preserve the institutions because the you know what's standing between us and anarchy aren't really laws. It's not cops. It's institutions, norms, and trust. Yeah. And so this is a big issue. In okay, government. all right. It's, it's significant. Let's yeah. not brush it off Absolutely. like Abbott and Costello did the counting. I don't know. Uh, Council President Agliosi, that's your party. The Democrats were really pushing. Make sure you count. We have to keep the second district. Could go to Republican. You never know. Your take on this? I'm going to move on. My take on it that you have to do it correctly on the up and up and legally. And it's a black eye. It's terrible. It does uh, uh, debase uh, people's um, trust in government and how we do things. And it doesn't matter if they're, as they put it, oh, the reason why they want to, if their reason was so, you know, important, like, oh, we wanted to keep a district, yeah. or we want to get more money. You have to do it re fairly and honestly. And to me, that's just unfair and it's inappropriate. Yeah, the Supreme Court says that you go by the numbers that were submitted, not the recount. You keep it and you keep the cash that goes with it. Speaking of cash, in Rhode Island, I said on the radio, you wait long enough, you'll get your way. The Superman building owner is going to get his way, Mayor. Is that really a good deal? Arlene Violet on the radio said uh, there's no guarantees for the state. If he flips it, we're not, we, there's no protections that we get our money back that we're giving him now. Your take on that? Uh, I, I don't think that's accurate, to be honest. I, I do think there are provisions on there that you know, prevent him from earning a you know, higher rate of return than, than is normal. Um, so we went back and forth on that issue several, several times. And uh, um, uh, a lot of credit goes to Stephen Pryor at Commerce for this. Mm -hmm. We checked and double-checked the numbers to make sure that you know, there wasn't you know, fat in there or extra profits right. and a number of different provisions and safeguards so that you know, he can't sell off and make out like a fat cat. No, the reality is that it's just an expensive project. And without some level of subsidies, we're certainly not going to have a development. Yeah. And then most certainly we're not going to have affordable housing and other features that are important to the, to the city and to the state. And so 
Uh, the reality is that that project simply would not go forward without some subsidies. And so you look at the alternatives, right? Um, we discussed eminent domain. We even mm -hmm. looked. We even looked into it. Um, but <laughs> would that really solve anything? So now the building would be in our hands. Yeah. What do what do we do with it then? It still takes two hundred million dollars to develop. And so this is one of those classic situations where uh, there's no ideal solution to it. It's out of the bad options, yeah. which one is the best of the bad options? Let me just ask you a question outside of the box. Both of you can answer this, and we're running out of time. I've got another segment. Would you live there? Would you live in Kennedy Plaza? Would I live in that? In that building in Kennedy Plaza? If I could get the penthouse, I would. I think it would be yeah. a great view Well, what of if city. I put you on the fourth floor? If it's nice enough, why not? Yeah. How about you, May? Would you live there? Yeah, I was talking about that recently. Um, you know, I'm raising a family, and right now isn't isn't right. But I could certainly see it in my old age. Um, move downtown. You know, downtown is a, is a neighborhood now. Yeah. And with what we have going on in Kennedy Plaza, so we have our redesign. The construction's going to begin this year. Uh, we're moving many of the bus berths first to the per yes, perimeter, right. then hopefully to a new bus hub. Um, you know, downtown is a neighborhood, and I think that we can expect to see more commercial space be, uh, be turned into residential. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, with, with a residential neighborhood come the amenities. We're investing in parks, there's retail, there's restaurants and bars. Yeah. Um, it's, um, it's the kind of place where people want to live nowadays. You support this. Yes, I do. I just say, let me say briefly, this is deja vu for me because when I started my journey in the council, I was one of the eight out of 15 that mm -hmm. supported the Providence Place Mall. So I heard the same arguments, same stories. And by the way, it was seven council members voted against the mall. If that, we didn't get that eighth council person, that wouldn't begin. That was a catalyst for what's happening in downtown. This Superman building is the same situation. It's, there's nothing perfect, but it's about co-developing, something that can be benefiting for the city, the people of the state of Rhode Island, and it's a nominal okay. investment by the city for a greater, greater gain for the future of the city. Let me thank both of you for coming in. Mayor Alorza, Council President Egliosi, who haven't agreed on many things going over. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. But you agree, uh, pass that bond, uh, you agree the census was a mistake, and it's serious, and you also agree give the Superman building the money. Thanks for coming in. We'll, we'll have both of you on the radio continue this conversation. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you.